0: Hey everyone, welcome out to The Good, The Bad, and The Geek, episode 239. 239, The Good, The Bad, and The Geek, we've done 200 Well,
1: we've only done 238 so far. We're about to do our 239th. That is... Which we totally have not recorded yet, obviously.
0: Right. Even though we know that we're going to talk about Veronica Mars, reading Rainbow... You're just talking about the stuff we ended the show Uh, with. Community, Sherlock
1: um and other Jacoby
0: Ian mccallum we have a
1: huge announcement that we kind of bury the lead on but we'll get to in about 10 15 minutes
0: yeah we'll we'll, we'll bring that up then because we totally did not record this already
1: oh yeah that's what i mean i mean let's talk about some other things first and then we'll get to bringing it up
0: this is that scene in craig Ferguson where someone says something like that and he's like oh,
1: my like where he's like oh that person was on our show about a month ago do you remember that <laughs> Like, no man, it was a month ago. <laughs>
0: like,
1: no, I totally forgot right yeah, there that.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I got that, you. Uh, okay, I got you. But we have big news. It's really cool.
1: It's really cool. It's really, cool. it's cooler than Frozen. It's, it's wait. It's good, I like that. It kind of tied, sort of. We go up on a lot of tangents. This is an episode where we don't spend as much time talking about TV and movies. That's
0: that's that's correct. We 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 talk about the nucleus surrounding the, the business.
1: Um. Some, yeah. Somewhat.
0: Like both TV movies, we yeah.
1: talk about omelets. We don't talk about omelets. Shut up. Let's talk about them right now. Yes. Yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to omelets say are yes. Delicious. You're supposed to say yes. Oh, we did about- improv. Yes. yes. So if not. I say,
0: so so if I say we talk about omelets, you go yes. yes. We did. We also talk. But then about, I'd be a liar.
1: We also talked about
0: Zach Braff and his new beard.
1: Okay, I, but see, if there's a difference between improvising and just saying yes to everything. Because right now, if I agree with this. That I lie to them, whereas if we were going to keep building onto the show, which we haven't done yet,
0: but but, but isn't this technically already the show? Of course. So technically, aren't you then lying to the You're audience? You're hurting my brain. <laughs> You're welcome. Do we America. have some
1: sponsors? We
0: do. <laughs> We do have some sponsors. Which
1: we talk about money and stuff on the show, too, in Uh, the
0: business of television. Yes, we do. Uh, uh, Granted, this is not television, but we have some amazing sponsors, which is audibletrial.com forward slash goodbeggy. Over 100,000 titles to choose from uh get the including
1: ver- the veronica mars exactly which audiobook. which
0: i which i want to talk about that's later. where i got mine uh, from what, audio, audio
1: uh, audible trial.com yeah. well i didn't do the trial because i'd already like, done the trial before or slash good back well i no, i'd done the trial before so that well, that's right so you're uh, now so a subscriber. i signed in i see what you did got there the book. yes I, yeah,
0: okay well me too me too um uh, matter of fact that's probably my free audiobook for july which it just turned
1: oh you get a free audiobook every month yeah so. I, i'm not a regular subscriber i just purchased that book separately Oh, yeah. Maybe you, I should look into becoming a regular subscriber. You should, and that is why. Over 100,000 titles in the future. That's a, a lot trial. of titles. That would keep me listening for a long time. Forward
0: slash good back.
1: Okay. We're
0: also sponsored by uh, our friends at Packrat Comics, who are hosting The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky live and unedited mm-hmm. coming up July 26th at Not A Comic-Con Comic-Con. We'll have more details on what time we're forming, but yes, it'll probably be later in the evening because, you know, we like to say fuck a lot. Um, but they, they have a great website great podcasts of their own check them out the pool list and also they have comic books if you're in the columbus ohio area in particular Hilton. they have I, comic i books? know a
1: novel concept the comic book shops. do they have the cones of dunshire you know what
0: I, they can order it for you because they also can have they? a no they do they have a board game section
1: well i know on. they have a board game but can they get me the cones of dunshire
0: i'm probably sure they can if it was sincerely created I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe we can talk about it later. Once let's the show talk about it on the show. Yeah, yeah let's, 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 let's o- get, get, get to the show. Okay. And then finally, because I'm a whore, uh, and you know what? I want Jimmy to be a whore too. Well, I am a whore. I know. So I was like, I know. So uh, yeah, I'm a whore. So where are they going to check out some of your writings at? Oh,
1: they should go to drumwitzel.com and they should go right now because my first book is free on there, the entire That's thing. Right. It's an and it's not it. going to be much longer because I'm getting ready to republish the first two along right, with the third one. Because you
0: want your money, people.
1: Well, yeah, I'd like to make a little money off my writing. So if you want to read the first book in the nine-book saga, mm-hmm. it's free right or now. Or isn't
0: there a donate button on there as well? There
1: is. And, you know, if you really enjoy my book, I'd appreciate it. Or if you enjoy his amazing.
0: reviews on there as TV well. reviews. Both. You if know. you enjoy yeah. everything that Jimmy does.
1: Just, just enjoy me.
0: Yeah, so just partake in Jimmy and Just enjoy. partake. If you enjoy something, just throw
1: some money. And then like you, a you've got a, a project or two with, uh, as well, right?
0: Yes, I do. UTMNT.com. Uh, it's Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's the fan comic. Or you can go to, and support us by going to patreon.com forward slash UTMNT. And that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash UTMNT. And if you just donate a dollar a month, $10 a month, there's some really cool rewards that we can, we can work out soon. Uh, and you get to see behind the scenes of the comic. That's part of the Ooh. reward. Ooh, yeah! So check that out. And it's a one issue kind of deal. and Unless you guys support us, we can live past issue one. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun.
1: Issue so, one mean like what you said, like forty eight pages or something.
0: Forty eight pages. first issue is forty eight pages, and each book after that, in theory, is going to be anywhere from uh, twenty eight to thirty, depending
1: depending on, on the story.
0: Right. Yeah. So, um, and Eric Webb is a great artist who's been he's, he's been so uh, check that out. So uh, yeah, so let's get on with the show. Okay. Or do you or do you want to say something else?
1: I was going to say, or um, you could also download 238 other episodes of this.
0: That's right, because this is this is coming up, which we haven't recorded yet. Is the 239?
1: I, I would recommend going back and starting from the beginning. That's just me.
0: Actually, and, yes. And if you're
1: if you're really uh, savvy, you might be able to find the No, no Name, Name show, show, which was what like 10, 12 episodes. 15. Fifteen episodes before the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky official. One of them
0: is a hidden episode. It's out there still, but it's the hidden. The Drunk Cast? The Drunk Cast. Ooh. With a, we did a Good, the Bad, and the Geeky Drunk Cast a couple weeks ago. We did. We did. And matter of fact, yeah. So uh, Godzilla vs. Alcohol was mm-hmm. the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. And we're all drunk. We talked board games, uh, Godzilla, and I think Grey's Anatomy.
1: And did you talk about Godzilla's tale?
0: I think we might have to talk about that at some point because I don't think we never really did talk you know, about I it. No, I
1: think that predates the show.
0: It does predate the show. It
1: definitely predates the show.
0: You know what? Someone should go through some horribly kind fan or maybe one of us if we finally get free time should go through every episode and do a wiki of just inside jokes and whatever. And I, no joke, if mm-hmm. you, if one fan out there, I will give you something. I, I it will be substantial it'll
1: be yeah oh yeah I, I would was, I would, some substantial rewards I well. would
0: no yeah I, it, it might not be you know like a million dollars or anything like that but no. it would be it would be substantial like maybe some DVDs some books or something I mean Absolutely. I was something
1: and and you could come on as a guest and do an episode I would of totally do that
0: yeah totally yeah. Partake in our chaos. I'm just, you know,
1: offering rewards without consulting it's you. It's okay. But, the, so, but anybody that does that deserves to be on the. Show. Jimmy,
0: Jimmy will drink with you if you live in the I area. I
1: will, Jimmy. or if you want to come into the area, if you want to like come to the area, I'll show you around Columbus, including our lovely nationally acclaimed zoo.
0: That's right. Which did not get. Yeah, that, that's a fresh. That's another story. Yeah. Are, are we recording? recording? We are recording.
1: Ah. Good. I'm, is that where we put our voices, like, into the microphone and your computer somehow remembers what we're saying? It does. And then plays it back it's, to other people? It has
0: a didactic memory.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And sometimes it even has a better, it, It's my. it's memory is so powerful, it's even better than our own because we don't know how we sometimes.
1: I was going to say, sometimes it's better memory than us, than our own. I think probably all the time. It has a better memory than Sometimes we do. Sometimes
0: you feel like a nut. Sometimes. I I recently bought a pen help. That's why. Mm. Right. And I, I had cartridges, but I lent the pen to somebody else, and he were using it more than I was at the time. And re- only recently I was like, I miss my pen. And so oh. I was like, eh, I'm just kidding. It's only like 10 bucks. No. So, because mm. it's actually like a brush pen, not like a... Faber-Castell, where it's like a felt tip. Mm-hmm. It's like an actual brush. Like you can't you can, you can see it, but you know how like a paintbrush? You just yes. split it down. And it's, yeah, it looks like that. Mm. Serious stuff here, people. Mm. Serious stuff. All right, that's why I was getting mm. distracted by there while you were. Um, but right before we started recording, though, um, you, you mentioned, though, you were very surprised about Community.
1: Well, when it went off the air, I was like, if any of the canceled shows this spring get saved, and granted, there's a very small chance that anything gets resurrected. That it would be community, and I was like certain it was going to happen. And Hulu was in serious talks, and then like the week before the contracts expired, Hulu dropped out, and they're like, "Yep, nobody else has expressed serious interest."
0: But but Sony said that they, they, they think they have one one or two other groups they're going to reach out to. But well, they, they were they, gonna, can't they
1: were reaching they were reaching out to people. But as of press time, the article, several articles I read about. The Hulu deal falling through was that there were no other series contenders in the running at the moment, but they had a week to find somebody. And then at the last minute, the last afternoon where the contracts would have expired, they announced Yahoo had picked it up.
0: That's pretty epic. I,
1: I mean, I, first of all, most people would probably be like, Yahoo is still a thing um actually I, that was my
0: <laughs> first thought even though i know yahoo is, is well it, and they had already uh, ordered
1: a couple original series for 2015 they're gonna they're trying to do yahoo screen right now the leftovers is available free on yahoo screen the pilot whether you have hbo or not yeah uh so yahoo is trying to become relevant again but i was just like wow I had no idea it's a thing
0: i did like dan Harmon's little barbs against nbc mm-hmm. um, on his twitter which was uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but he pretty much said quickly to the twitters, um, he he pretty much you know says like fuck you NBC and uh, Yahoo will be really kind to us, and blah blah blah. But I don't know, like what happens if, there, if there's the this, this sixth season, but there's no movie?
1: Um, there will be a movie. I don't care if they have to Kickstarter it. There'll be a movie. At least we got into the that range. You know what I mean? Like, if we hadn't got that sixth season, I would be very pessimistic that they could fulfill the hashtag. But now that they're getting the sixth season, it won't take... I mean, a movie is a much smaller obstacle. Because it can be a freaking TV movie, straight-to-internet movie. Nobody cares. As long as it's like a two-hour story. Okay. Or a 90-minute story. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. Like, who, who gives a crap if... You know, it's not on the big screen.
0: Yeah, I don't know. A part of me would a little bit, but at the same time, like if they do it, like it'll be like Veronica Mars. Like they'll probably ask for like one million dollars the
1: make the movie. And it'll, if that's the way it goes. I mean, oh, it will you know, probably be like it'll they could. I mean, maybe Yahoo will just order the movie for Yahoo Screen. Uh, you know, you never know. Oh, that's true too. I mean, but I hate to say it. I don't think they should do a seventh season, even if the sixth season <laughs> successful.
0: Well, that's therein lies. There's the rub. There's the rub, sir.
1: Just because I wanted to end and fulfill the hashtag prophecy.
0: Okay, but okay. So your your negativity towards not negativity, but your your realism in that community would probably never get picked up, and yet it did. Don't you still think that maybe there's one other show out there that could get picked up and
1: in- No. Okay.
0: I just want to No, you said that I, about community, and look what happened. Well,
1: yeah, but the—I mean—for one show to get resurrected in a season is huge. For two, that would be historical. I don't think there's ever been two shows canceled in a season that were resurrected
0: in the same year. Okay, I'll go with that. Okay, I'll go with that. But what if this? Okay, because I'm still—I still have hope and faith that that enlisted will. It's not. I don't know, it's man. It's not. It's
1: not. Know. It's a freshman show. It has no chance.
0: I don't know. I think it will.
1: No. I don't think it has a chance, and I don't think it has the slightest chance at all. I, the ratings were never good. It's a freshman show that hadn't even started to build a fan base yet. I mean, I enjoyed the first couple episodes. That's all I watched because I knew it was done.
0: Oh man, that was it was a, it, it ended fantastically. I, I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm not anything against the show. I, I, that, that's thing here and there. I'm just talking about the realities of a of a show and its situation being. Resurrected somehow, and the chances are basically nil.
0: No, true. And it's to add to this, though, the importance of this is that you are not a Nielsen box holder. So no. ultimately, you have no sway. And actually, no, you do a little bit because they do count the numbers of DVRs that recorded and then watched it within a three to four day period.
1: Um, there's so many calculations. And what really matters is who's going to pony up money for it. That's the only thing that matters when it comes down to the end of the day. I mean, if there was a show that had that had every single Nielsen family watching it, but advertisers wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole, it would not be renewed.
0: Actually, that's what happened, I think, with That's My Bush on Comedy Central. I love That's My Bush. That's why it got canceled. It got
1: high ratings, but advertisers didn't want to be involved?
0: The price tag on the show itself per Mm -hmm. episode was so expensive. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't remember. I I think the sets and the cast and the writing.
1: Fancy. They did half the episodes just in that one setting. You know the the basic sets.
0: True. I I just remember that was a big thing for the. It was the budgetary thing.
1: I thought it was canceled because of nine eleven. No. Okay.
0: No, because it was canceled before nine eleven.
1: Well, I, the first season aired not too long before, but I didn't know. I guess I didn't discover it until it on DVD. So I the timeline I'm probably fuzzy oh, on. Yeah. Um, but I just saw that it aired relatively close before nine eleven, so I assumed. That no, it wasn't cool to make fun of Bush after 9-11. Yeah.
0: Yeah, fuck that. I bet. I, I just remember like, because it got good rings and a mm-hmm. variety posted that it got canceled. And
1: I have that DVD. I love that. Oh, it's, it's so a great much. show. Yes.
0: Hey there, George. You in? Yeah.
1: Come I on. love the neighbor that just pops in even when they're under lockdown oh, yeah. or when Bush is running back and forth between the abortion thing and the dinner with his wife. I mean, it's a good show. It's a great show. If you have not seen That's My Bush, g- go to Amazon, get the DVD. There's only one season. It can't be that expensive. I think they made like, did they make 13 or is it less? 13, uh, possibly episodes. up to 13 episodes. At the most. Uh, it's by the Trey Parker, and Matt Stone, who do yes. South Park, the South Park boys. And it stars somebody who does a really good impression of George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. It stars, um, oh, Kurt Fuller. Yes. Uh um the voice Simpsons. Marsha Wallace. Yep. Who sadly departed.
0: I mean, she was in other stuff too, like Alice mm-hmm. and whatever, but I never there remember her. Uh, who
1: else was in that?
0: Uh I can't think. I think Matt and Trey made a cameo, didn't they? I or, don't no.
1: recall them being in it, but I could be wrong.
0: No, the guy who plays the dad, he was the he you was guy the was act- Bush. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Ugh. The dad. <laughs> it's technically it is though. <laughs> um he was actually the original actor who was the lead in the movie the paper chase okay and he was also Did you ever see elephant by gus van sant yes i did he was the dad of the blonde hair kid he was only in the movie for like maybe like a full two minutes Mm -hmm. like you know he picks up the blonde kid from piano practice he goes how you doing today son i'm doing pretty good dad how about you i'm doing good I'll, i'll drop you off or he's like no dad i'll walk and you're like okay because I remember when well, the, Ele-
1: the main character is Timothy Bottoms. Yeah,
0: Timothy Bottoms.
1: Um, yeah, I Elephant. I, I got kind of bored with. I kind of hate to say. Well, um, but Kurt Fuller played Carl Rove. Played Rove. He played Rove. I can't remember who he played. I knew it was one of the people in the White House. You I know mean, what's these, funny. None you know of these funny people had that
0: people that Rove was not like a huge name unless you like really, really, new really followed. Things. Well, yeah, but after nine eleven, though, Rove became like a very household.
1: Well, yeah, he basically invented the current system of Republican, po- um, uh, uh, put Republican politics. The election campaigning—that's was the campaign. Yeah, the current GOP campaign. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I don't think Kurt Fuller acted anything like the real Carl Rove. I oh, think it was God, just man. like, hey, there's a Carl Rove here, and he's you know whatever. And Marshall Wallace played Maggie the maid wasn't a real person of course Kristen Miller played Princess Stevenson who? Kristen Miller she was the blonde the goofy I think she was like an intern or a secretary or something oh my Um. let's see Carrie Quinn Dolan who doesn't have like hardly any credits but Laura Bush it was only eight episodes by the way it was only eight? it was only eight yeah. I. Valerie Mahaffey guest starred as Janet Rove in one episode <laughs> uh, Duh, Edmund L. Shaft played Dick Cheney in one episode jack kevorkian it was i mean somebody played jack kevorkian in an episode somebody played donald rumsfeld in an episode but it wasn't that concerned with that kind of thing um it was it wasn't trying to be faithful to it i mean the the main guy did a pretty good impression of george but other than that there was no re- the... to, there was no respect to the real people it wasn't
0: you know, well let's be honest there was, was no real respect to anybody <laughs> in that show <laughs> but, uh, except I, for the I, accent of of and the look you know I, mean?
1: I mean it was very typical sitcom
0: that oh, just happened
1: to be set in the White House. Like there was a neighbor that would just pop in all the time through the front door. Oh yeah. I I mean, you are like, oh, we're under security lockdown. Hey George, how's it going? Well that that was
0: uh I don't think I maybe you did. It though that that was just like uh it's the Brack show. Mm-hmm. Or leave it to Brack like the the episode would change every episode from it's only fit five minutes long, but it would be mm-hmm. like leave it to Brack, um, my three bracks mm-hmm. or whatever, and then finally just calling it officially the Brack Show, but like Zorak would, would be the neighbor who would come over, mm-hmm. and they would go into weird, wacky adventures, and time would be disrupted and mm. funny stuff. And and Brack would always sing. That's a big part of Brack. Brack yeah. would always sing, man. Yeah, because actually, the favorite episode is the time machine where uh, Brack's mom says, "Brack, did you finish Sunday night?" She goes, "Brack, did you finish your homework?" He's like oh man, no, me and Dark have been playing Head Kicker 2 all week, and Mom, it's the best new video game, and she's just like, well, we're not going to your favorite restaurant, uh, or you, you and Zora can't go to your, to your favorite restaurant because you didn't finish your homework. He's like, oh man, so they go to their neighbor, Mr. Thunderclase, mm-hmm. who is kind of like Mr. Yeah. Wilson. Oh, yeah. And Mr., he's just like, uh, he's like, well, there's a time machine over here, but you can't use it, because I, I gotta leave, but just watch the house. And so what do they do? They break into the time machine. They go back Friday, but then they start playing video games. And when mm-hmm. Sunday comes around, the two of them and the two other versions of them have been playing video games all weekend. Mm-hmm. So they go back again, all four of them go back. And so then it just becomes a big loop where finally the whole room is filled with Braxton's and zorax and goes, wait a minute, who in here has done the homework? Not me, not me, not me, not me. And, Ah, damn it! We're not going to the restaurant. <laughs> and so then they go back even farther, and they apparently and and uh, there's these two wizards that are creating things because you know obviously God doesn't exist. So the two wizards are creating the universe, and they go, uh, a lampshade. Well, a light for the lampshade. A lawnmower. Medieval castle. No, no, that's a that's a shitty thing. We'll deal with that later. Uh, wait a minute. I got it. It's the new thing. Kids in school will need to do it, and they'll hate it forever. It's called. And zork homework. And then like, Dor- oh, if you create homework, it'll destroy the universe. Everything you're creating, it'll just make it null in voice. And he's like, well, then we take that creation back. So they go back, there's no such thing as the restaurant they've heard of. And Brack, <laughs> of course, like, no. And then, yeah. Because
1: the butterfly effect.
0: Exactly. So.
1: Oh, we're burying the lead. We didn't talk about the big news.
0: What big news?
1: <laughs> that John woke up from his coma. And he's not well That's enough to, right. to come here. and uh, speak on the podcast right now. Of course. I think he's going to be in like rehab for a, a few weeks at least um, before he can even, you know, come out in public.
0: I know, right?
1: But yeah. he woke up.
0: He did wake up. It was very, we were all there. We all saw it. No, we weren't. I
1: wasn't there. Were you I, there?
0: I wasn't there. I mean, I, I visited, said that because it sounds better. The, the
1: first like week he was in a coma, I was there like three times. And then the second week, I think I came like once. And then I might have like, texted his brother a month after that and then i forgot all about him
0: yeah it happens occasionally you know a friend goes into a coma you yeah, forget no. about him um
1: i actually like i was i think he actually woke up a few weeks ago i didn't even notice because i haven't been in contact i
0: know right
1: but i did see it said that he was doing like the rehab stuff to to learn to walk again and that because you are in the coma that long your muscles are all atrophied that's um, true, yeah. but
0: Like I'm, the fat guys in Wally.
1: Right. But I, I thought uh, you had mentioned to me that you, he was going to be back on the show in a few weeks.
0: Yes. for In particular, he's going to make an appearance
1: in the live show. The li- so that literally, uh, because we weren't sure if he was dead or alive. Right. It's the John's Alive show. The John, you know what we will call the John's the Alive. The John's show. Alive live show.
0: John's Alive live show. Uh, John's Okay.
1: You like Sorry, it? I did, do, I do like that. Yeah. That's I like how I sprung all that crap on you without pre-discussing it. I know it was fantastic. Thank you for going with it.
0: Yeah, you're very much well. Well, in improv comedy, which Nathan always say yes, always say yes, always say yes, always say yes. <laughs> <laughs> which Nathan does not know because if you would do that to him right now, he'd be like, "What's going on?" Nathan would always about? say no. <laughs> he would always say no, which is why it is then funny. <laughs> which is so, <laughs> so, oh man, mm, so. Oh.
1: Anyway, John's awake.
0: Yeah, John's awake. And he'll awake, be on the show. And, he, and he'll be on the live show. We, we hope. I mean, who knows? Maybe he has to catch up with the rest of the world.
1: I Reading thought you had like, made him sign a contract.
0: I did. His soul is mine until mm. the end of time.
1: Mm. If I he made misses a, the show.
0: I made a rhyme. If he misses the show, well, that would blow the end. My friend. My friend. Yes. Now, see, I'm a poet.
1: You make a rhyme every time. Fuck like a duck. Uh, That's all I got. That was corny. That was so. Are you horny?
0: (laughs) Look at the door hinge. Oh, that's a nice orange shirt you now.
1: Fuck. I was gonna say that's quite a stretch. I think maybe we should move on. Play fetch. You're, yeah, but I'm a mensch. A mensch?
0: It sounded close. It sounded is close. It sounded clo- <laughs> it, but it sounded close.
1: Uh, but it, but I think the- this game is over.
0: Okay. Okay, let's let's create a new game. Uh, What's a new game? I don't right? know, but what we should create it right now. It'll, we'll make millions of dollars off of it.
1: Can we, uh, the cone game from Parks and Rec, can we just make that up and What's call it our own? What's the cone game?
0: What about Jiggly Ball? That's a fun game.
1: What's Jiggly Ball?
0: You don't you remember Scrubs Jiggly Ball?
1: I don't remember that. Oh, that's the cool. name sounds There really is familiar. no there really no.
0: is no rules in jiggly ball. That was the whole point. It's a game the Janitor played with with JD or JD played with the janitor and then the mm-hmm. janitor got the upper hand because there is no rules in jiggly ball except for to pummel the other person with the with the jiggly ball.
1: the cones of Dunshire, that's what we're going to play.
0: What's the cones of Dunshire? Explain the rules to me please.
1: Um well there, the, the there rules are, are cones. The rules are pretty obvious. I don't feel like I need to explain the rules.
0: Uh, they're not obvious because I, I know it's a cone, and I know it is of dev, whatever the fuck it is. The cone of the whatever you If said. you
1: Google it, you can take a look at the game board, which I was going to show Nick. And it's got a few pieces. It looks and a like few giant cones. dildos. They're like cones.
0: But they look like giant dildo, dildo cones.
1: Well, Ben Wyatt invented it on Parks and Recreation. Yes he did. And all of the accountants were very excited to learn the game, which is quite complex, but I feel like it's still pretty odd.
0: Okay, so uh, okay, but I, I don't feel like okay, you're still not explaining the rules to me. I feel like do you like just toss a ring or something?
1: No. No. Okay. Not that simple. It's much more complex than that. There are, there are eight to 12 players. You're going to have two wizards, a Maverick, the Arbiter, two Warriors. You can play with just one Warrior, but it's way worse. A Corporal, a Ledgerman. The Ledgerman just keeps score and he wears a great hat. And the goal is to accumulate at least four cones to win. Get cones, you need to build a civilization. That's where the spirit cards come in. You can use the cards in any roll to get city points, and you can trade in 12 city points for one cone, or, and here's the twist, you can use eight city points to prevent the warriors from scavenging, which is eight points. There are also agricultural cards, we'll talk about that later. And if you want to do the challenge play, that's basically just playing the game in reverse, and the maverick should be able to trade lumber for agricultural credits. So it's very simple. I don't understand what your confusion is. Yeah, I should see the blank look Nick's giving me. I don't know what to say to that. Like, I just read that off of the parkster oh, website. Oh, totally, I was
0: about ready to say he totally pulled that off. Of Thank your you, ass. But, but no,
1: no. That I actually like. W- I added maybe four words that whole time I was reading it word for word right off the website. That's,
0: I mean, that's pretty epic because oh my god! I yeah,
1: even though like you can play with one word, but it's way worse. That was on there, and I'm pretty sure. That we heard Ben describe it in one episode, and they just transcribed what he said on the episode.
0: Oh, my God. That's that's insane. Because I, I don't...
1: So, do you want to play? I don't know how. I just explained it. How many times do we have to go over this? It's not that hard, Nick.
0: It's very hard. It's I mean, not that this hard. This is a blue light, and I know it's a blue light because it says it's blue, and it looks like it's blue.
1: Nobody else can see that blue light. You can. I can, yes. You
0: can. I'm talking about what so I'm saying. So, like, if I go up to someone's, like, would you like to play penny can? Mm-hmm. It's really simple. You put a penny, put it in a can. Yeah. There it is.
1: The code's not like that hard. You do. It's I, like, just, I just explained to you all the different characters. It's like how throwing. You win it's it's how like how throwing
0: get. ticket. It's like throwing Ticket to Ride and Pandemic into the same game, and it's just saying, "Okay, everybody, you all know how to play. Fucking play." And you're just going, "Uh, what?"
1: In in defense of the game, I think it's more complicated than throwing those two games
0: together. <laughs> i was gonna say no i yeah i, I, was, I was being funny
1: <laughs> yes was,
0: yes yes
1: so are we gonna play cones of dunshire
0: yes okay great all right i'll be i'll be the the ledger
1: let's you just keep scoring wear the hat
0: i do and it's a fucking awesome hat
1: and you know how to to keep score right
0: i do okay
1: no it's not that hat it's like a cone yeah, hat it's, it's, it's a, not it's a, a red hat. beret it's a
0: red beret it's oh, you know what hand me my fucking spider-man hat
1: that's not going to be right either. you got to wear a cone-shaped hat. Well, like a dunce cap.
0: not wearing a cone hat.
1: Yeah. But it's the cones of Dunshire.
0: Dunshire! Well, I don't give a shit about the cones of Dunshire. Why, is, why are the cones of Dunshire? Why aren't they not well, cones of other
1: places? What I want to know is why this game hasn't already been released and marketed. At so least you, to those game conventions, I you know. You there's at least there's at least ten different people that have invented what they believe is the game and are putting it, at, you know, four game. You know there are.
0: Right there, you know. Okay, being serious for a second. Uh
1: huh.
0: There is a game called the Machine of Death. Uh uh-huh. You choose interesting ways to kill people. Whoever has the most interesting way to die, wins. That sounds like that's a fun game.
1: Um. I think the most interesting way to die would be to have you sit here while I explain the Cones of Dunshire until you get so bored that your brain just explodes.
0: My brain exploded already. I'm surprised I'm still around. I, I'm not, I, I, I just can't lie about that. Mm. Um,
1: so I guess we should talk about some like entertainment type stuff. Because yeah, we talked about community and then we just went off, off on our of, own.
0: Okay. Well, let me, let, me, let me get my little tyrant out of the way and then okay. we'll, we'll be good. Um,
1: is this about Jersey? No. Oh, this is about Transformers. Yes,
0: I saw Transformers uh, Age of Extinction. and That's the one
1: with dinosaurs, right? Yes,
0: Dinobots. Which, actually, there was a part of me that was like, Dinobots are
1: fucking cool.
0: <laughs> but, okay, so, if you watch the first three, Michael Bay does do action films well in terms of the action. He directs it well. Mm-hmm. You really can't say that he's not a good director for that purpose Mm -hmm. by itself he visually makes things connect and look good well sort of connect well um but if you had but it's almost like i give him a blank like a blank notepad Mm -hmm. and just go all right now write some cool shit in here michael that someone would say that, that no one would really say and then just give it to the actors real quick and then also hire really fucking hot actresses that really can't act, and that's all they do is just walk around going, oh,
1: Who's God, the hot actress in this one?
0: Not even a name oh. yet. I mean, she, well, it, well, Megan Fox wasn't a name either, but... She yeah. Sort of ...became one by default. So, right. It's like, Mark Wahlberg, though, was even a bad actor in this movie. Oh. Which even, like... I didn't know that was possible. That No, that's why I'm saying. Like... He, he, it's like they just keep saying the same words over and over like mm. literally the only person the only actor that comes out hundred percent intact with a decent job playing the role was Kelsey Grammer. He's the bad guy, mm. and he shows up in the third movie, but the, there's editing problems like you know how sometimes a movie for for pacing issues they'll take a scene that's at the very very beginning and maybe move it ten minutes ahead. Mm-hmm. they just switch the order around. It felt yes. like they did you know right. they felt like they did that at one point with Kelsey Grammer's scenes. Because the whole point is that after the end of the third movie, they annihilated Chicago. Like the
1: spoiler alert.
0: Well, yeah. So the bad guy, the bad guys in the tra- in Autobots, the uh, Decepticons, and Autobots got into a, a war, mm-hmm. and just happened to be in downtown Chicago.
1: Of course, it is. It's always in a city,
0: right? And 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 uh, can't
1: ever be out in the desert.
0: Actually, that happened in the second one in the no. desert. Okay. Ah, ah. Michael Bay won Jimmy zero. So. <laughs> Actually, Michael
1: Bay's more than one. I enjoyed The Island very much,
0: and that's the movie I, that I most like, people of Michael Bay. that watch Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. stuff, do not like. I
1: liked that movie. See, and I liked Armageddon back in the day.
0: Armageddon, yeah, back in the day. But if you, but right now, you're I like, haven't seen it in a
1: long eh, time, and yeah. and people know, say yeah. bad things about it, and they use it to hold up as like an epitome of bad things. But I remember liking it.
0: Well, no, right. So, like, well, if you watch The Rock, especially, but that's mm-hmm. The Rock to me is like a good example of there are a few Michael Bay isms, I guess, if he does any story stuff that sleeps in. Mm-hmm. But mostly, it, it's a good looking movie. And at the end of the day, you walk out going, that's a popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, like, the first three to me were popcorn movies. I walked out going, okay, there's like maybe one or two plot holes, but they're like minor ones. You know what I mean? It felt more like something got cut out of the movie, not like, yeah. This is more like, There are plot holes so huge. They just didn't fucking film it. Like Mm. You know what I mean? It makes no sense. Like,
1: So the middle schoolers right now should be like, your mom is so fat that uh, she can't even fit through a Michael Bay plot hole.
0: Oh, that's really good. But like Stanley Tucci comes off bad. Stanley Tucci. How is it Kelsey Grammer fucking does better than Stanley Tucci? Like, no disrespect to Kelsey Grammer or Stanley Mm. Tucci, but Stanley Tucci has a little more... uh, I guess his career has been more levelated, I guess a little bit to the point where it's like mm. he can act his way out of a phone book. This was not a, this was a worse than a phone book and he could not, I, I, oh. I'm, so
1: I'm sorry.
0: No, it's okay. But like Mark Wahlberg just kept sounding over like pretty much every scene in the movie was did like, he, "Don't he, touch my daughter. My daughter can't date. Daughter, you can't date anybody. You don't date anybody, daughter. Do your hand off her." Blah blah blah. And finally, it's it's like, "Oh, shut the fuck."
1: up. You know up. what would have made the movie better?
0: Oh, not Michael Bay. Well, no, 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 Someone, no. Oh.
1: I think the movie would have been better if Mark Wahlberg reprised his character from Ted and brought Ted with him.
0: No. Oh, because Ted would got killed in the beginning. No. Yeah, they would have. Okay, because, okay, here's the thing that also bothers me, mm-hmm. right, with the Transformers movies. This is a general complaint. Mm-hmm. So, you know Optimus Prime, or you know of Optimus Prime. I he, know who
1: he is. I was never a Transformers person. Like,
0: well, neither. I wasn't huge into him, but I, I know that there's like Ratatat. I don't know what they look like or what they and Bumblebee. Bumblebee and Prime were the I like two I know who.
1: Bumblebee and Prime are the rest of them. I do not know.
0: So like Ironhide, Head, I know the names of. And I, I know Jazz. Don't That's know the, that. And then the bad guys, I know Starscream and I know Megatron. I That's know it. who
1: Megatron is. Okay. Yeah.
0: Starscream was the, pretty much the character that always tried to play both sides. Ah. But he was really a Decepticon. But if it lo- started looking bad, he would help Optimus Prime. And then he goes, no, I'm really a- loyal to Megatron. And he would, whatever.
1: He played but, for both teams.
0: Yes. but He was, he was the was bisexual
1: really- in the Transformers world.
0: Exactly. Yes.
1: He was the Anne Hesh of the Transformers. Yes. Okay.
0: So Anne he- right. So, but in the first movie, that you, first off, the only one you can really tell is Prime and Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, you really don't know who the fuck they are. They all sort of look the same. Matter of fact, at one point, Jack- Jeff- That's
1: racist. You know that, right? Oh Well, Michael Bay's a little racist. No, you not being able to tell the Transformers apart is racist. They don't all look the same. But that's racist. Well, then I'm racist against you Transformers. You are racist against Transformers.
0: So, like, in the end, of, like, the, end of the first movie, in the big battle, mm-hmm. like, there are these two Transformers that are on top of a building, and one rips another in half. I go, who the fuck was that? I don't even know who that was. And at the end, no other Transformers really die mm-hmm. besides Megatron. And so, and then Optimus Prime is just like, well, let us have a moment for our fallen Autobot, Jazz, who died. I'm like, Jazz fucking, he's the one of the original Transformers. In the second movie, in the third movie, mm-hmm. they keep like they introduce other in original Transformers that weren't introduced in the first movie. They all get killed. In this mm-hmm. one, the movie besides Prime and Bumblebee, how movie, many of them
1: were killed by the police just for being Transformers?
0: In this movie, that's the, actually, that's the plot line.
1: See, is, they're racist. too. It's it's a telling of the civil rights movement all over again with robots.
0: It really is. Well, is this one saying, they all
1: look alike. They get killed by police just and, for being and, robots. And can I
0: say, this is what I yeah. think is the more tragic, the reason why I'm actually more pissed mm-hmm. at this movie mm-hmm. is that it has a good idea behind it. Uh-huh. Poorly, poorly, poorly orchestrated. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the general idea of, like, okay.
1: Like the Twilight books.
0: A little bit, yes. Actually, that's a very good example. So, like, the idea is after Chicago got annihilated, we worked with the Autobots, supposedly, mm-hmm. but then at some point, the Autobots just disappeared. We didn't know where they were, but supposedly they were working with us to take down other Decepticons that were right. The truth is, the government was killing both Autobots and Decepticons. They turned on the Autobots.
1: Ah! They have, like, gas chambers?
0: Uh, Well, they would lure them in close to help out on special missions, mm-hmm. one off at a time, and then they would annihilate them with with some kind of special weapon. And then the movie starts, you learn that it's another evil transformer from not even what I'm saying. I didn't even understand what this point was. The creators, whoever the fuck they are, they didn't even explain that properly. until they even made me really care about the next movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they created the Autobots and the Decepticons, but like children who brothers who can't get along, they're just constantly warring and they don't, creators don't give a shit. Well, they're coming in to clean up the creator's mess creators created this i don't that's what I'm saying. I have no fucking clue anymore mm. that's why i think i was so mad because if you take that away that actually makes a lot hell of more sense and even the plot to bring megatron back after he died in the third one was fucking made way more sense because if you want to have a war you got to kill people off i get that but there's also like ten thousand other autobots they could kill off mm-hmm. and the, what they did in this one is you know nanotech technology mm-hmm. they took transform transformer metal that's why they're killing the transformers they're melting them down Transmonium or whatever they're fucking calling it. <laughs> Transmonium. No, right. That's what Stanley Tucci's carrying. You're going like, oh my God, have you fucking watched Avatar? Oh my God. So yeah, they're doing that. They're melting it down to this. And they're mm-hmm. creating They're creating human-controlled Transformers. The problem is that the the data to mine the skeleton and all that is from the brains of Decepticons. So guess what? They take over and they... Right. So you're going, okay, that's a clever way to kill off you know, drones and have a, a good battle without killing off the Autobot. Yeah. But it's just, so anyway, that was really upsetting to me. And that was very, because even like the last two movies, I was like, yeah, there some frustrations, like Shia LaBeouf being one of them, but it wasn't that actually Shia LaBeouf wasn't that bad. Everyone shits on him. Now that's the new thing to do is to shit on Arby's and Shia LaBeouf. And I don't get that.
1: Why do you shit on Arby's? I enjoy. Arby's. I enjoy a good Arby's roast beef sandwich. Why shit? Well, I went on a little Twitter thing about that because Jon Stewart always picks on Arby's. I'm like, why? And Arby's like retweeted me. And I was like, nice. Right. But that's, well, that's what I'm saying. But so and I, now John Stewart's been picking on. I think, I think it was John Wendy's? Stewart was picking on Domino's or maybe it was Colbert. Well, Domino's and they were like, like
0: I don't like Domino's.
1: They always better that than, than it used to be. To be. They oh. redid their pizza a few years ago, and it's so, better. So
0: that's what their new slag line, their new tagline should be:
1: Domino's. better than it used to be, better than like Little Caesars. Yeah,
0: Little Caesars. Is big
1: Unless big you get big. the Little Caesars thick crust, that's good stuff.
0: I made a delicious pizza the other day. As a matter you of fact, did. as of yesterday, it was really what it was like it was from yesterday.
1: scratch, or
0: well, sort of. I bought a Giant Eagle made in the deli mm-hmm. in the bakery. It's a Made like a bread, like a dough.
1: Uh No, here's what, how you do the p- homemade pizza. Olive Garden has their pizza dough recipe on their website. They've got a number of recipes on their website. And it's really just like flour and yeast and water or whatever, but it's really good pizza dough. And it doesn't take that much effort. You just have to do it a couple hours ahead of time so the dough can rise, you know. I will think about that.
0: But remember, it's I don't like getting my hands into
1: stuff. You like, do get your hands dirty, see, I don't like that. but you suck it up and you do it and it's delicious.
0: Because for me to even put the pepperoni on the pizza
1: you used to do that like all the time, I hated it mm
0: this is why I don't like this is why I'm not a good cook or chef because like literally uh mm-hmm. when me and my girlfriend were we made apples one time sorry but like so but but mm-hmm. you know when you do anything with any type of fruit, it's sticky right yes so i it would get on i have to hold the handle if anything got on the handle, I would flip out, and I have to dry, wash my hands off now imagine doing about thirty apples mm-hmm. Uh, explain
1: to our listeners how many uh, how you make apples. What are the ingredients in apples? Okay. Is it an apple? Sorry. Do you it, use apple to make apples?
0: It is apples, yes. But, <laughs> I know I'm just teasing. Well, I, well, no, because, I just
1: know I know what you're talking about, but it sounds strange if there's no context. Which is
0: why I'm going to explain. Apples yeah. is something called it's my grandma used to it's baked apples. You bake an apple, then you put like a lot of brown sugar, or in my case I use Splenda because I uh, I shouldn't be having a lot of sugar. So it's like brown Splenda, um in some cases marshmallow. And then in flour and you pretty much let the apple sit in its own goop mm-hmm. and the flour creates a nice, like, it's like a, uh, a dumpling broth, but, uh-huh. but for apples and you, I'm sorry, Jimmy Jimmy doesn't like, I'm getting nauseous over here. I, I know I'm trying not to keep, no, pouring, you're fine. But, but the general point is that you bake it. But so to fill a whole plate, it's like 30 apples. So you have to, what I do is I skin the apple, peel the apple with, take all the skin off and then take the core out. So you core it. Well, naturally some juices. You got go all those little core things? Um, I actually have like a little core. We have two of them, so if we there's like
1: a control. thing you just stick the apple on and turn the crank and it peels it all for you and gets. I do
0: not have that. I, oh, those are
1: cool. You should. Get I one.
0: saw a life hack where if you just put like a was it something on the end of like a was it a, a bit a bit drill that? bit a
1: drill
0: bit and you just pin it, it'll, it'll peel. I guess that would work too.
1: But you should get one of those apple things. I think you'd like that. I think. And I would as love you that. turn the crank, it also takes out the core. <gasps> what? So you just put the apple on and, you know, oh, bitch, you 15 did seconds later, you're done. I'm fucking looking that shit up right now. Talk oh, my about parents me. have like two, I think. What? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, we used to use it all the time.
0: I, you, you're fucking blown
1: And it mind. slices the apple, too. I don't want
0: to slice the apple. Well, you don't.
1: I think there's different kinds. I think you can get one that doesn't slice.
0: Okay, so you built me up there and then you took me down. No, no. I, I think that.
1: you can get one that doesn't slice. Okay. But just turn the crank and it cores it and skins it.
0: Apple core peeler. Okay, w- okay. Oh, yeah, Target, 16 There
1: you go. See, I didn't think it was that expensive. The I- you Next better- time you make this, it'll be twice as easy for you. You have no idea. And your idea. hands will stay six times cleaner.
0: You have no idea. Like, but no, I, Well, this is a general thing, though, anyway, because I, I tend to balk. Now I
1: know what to get you for your birthday.
0: Right? <laughs> I, I tend to balk, though, and when I cook anything, though, mm-hmm. even the simple stuff like flour or whatever, I tend to balk. So I, one of the things I also want to do, which it's a little wasteful, mm-hmm. it will work out better for me, is I'll get those little plastic, not actual rubber gloves because I'm allergic to the powder. I get, like, the
1: normal plastic gloves. You're allergic to the latex powder? Yeah. Yeah, some... Yeah. My I know aunt's they, a nurse, and she is.
0: Uh, well, I, I know they the don't have... I know they have non-latex powder gloves or whatever, but I, I...
1: Yeah, you can get the powderless gloves. Those are awful.
0: They are. I don't like them at all. But so you
1: like the thin, clear, plastic, flimsy...
0: Well, I don't love them as much, but it, it's... You know what I mean? I can put, like, I can recycle it. Mm. I can... Well, even I don't like
1: I newspaper. don't like wearing rubber gloves of any type. They make your hands stink and all that crap.
0: No, no, that's the other reason why. It makes your hands. It's one of the reasons I don't like newspaper. Mm. It's up there with rubber gloves because there's that I weird smell. I love newspaper. I don't. A group- I like I like the idea behind newspaper which it informs me and makes me a more studied person of the earth.
1: There was a group on for the dispatch for Sunday delivery and I seriously thought about buying it and having it delivered here. Even though I already get it, and then I decided that was more cruel than funny, so well, I opted not to. Now wait a
0: minute, though. We get the funny dispatch.
1: Oh
0: yeah, Game of
1: the I did not do it because I thought it was cruel.
0: Oh no, it was my girlfriend. I I said it was okay. Well, okay. I mean, I didn't say anything. She just did, and she just said, "FYI, I I know you don't like it. I'll try to get it out of your sight. I'm going to do this." And I said,
1: "You okay. tell her when you lived with me. I get it seven days a week."
0: Yes. It didn't really look. But you kept it out of my, You didn't like. You didn't fucking torture me over
1: that. No, I mean, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. I didn't lay the pages across your computer keyboard or something. I should have. That would have been great. Oh my god. Or over the remote control. Oh my god. No, no. I bring it in. I read it. I throw it away. I don't leave it laying around. But you know, you know what? I don't have stacks of paper.
0: You know what's horrible though? What is that? Um, where was I going? I I was. I had a, a kernel of an idea.
1: Kernel idea. Idea. Poop up and like a is that is that Cougar Town or what show? Anytime you say like a military rank, you have to salute. Ah, it's, What show was that? For some reason I was thinking it was Cougar Town, but it's probably not. Like if you say general, oh, you get the general picture. General picture. It's not Cougar Town. What is that? Shit.
0: You watch more comedies than you. Is it Modern Family? No. What other comedies have there been that's been? <sighs> was it uh, Raising Hope? No. By the way, a game I like on Raising Hope, that I do like to play every once in a while is uh when you go to a restaurant and they give you like the little um a beeper. Play mm-hmm. beeper hot potato, which is with your party, just pass along, whoever gets it loses.
1: bw 3 actually has tablet computers now. That you get you can play on. Right now they're free because it's a, they're testing. <clears throat> which one? The one up here at Polaris. Um Shit, I can't... I'm trying to Google and figure it out, but I can't find it. What was it? Oh, How I Met Your Mother. It was a How I Met Your Mother thing.
0: Have you got the last... Is the last season out yet or no?
1: Uh, I don't think it's out yet. Probably will be out in, like, August-ish. Okay.
0: No, I'm just asking. Are you, are you going to buy it, or...?
1: I haven't bought those seasons since, like, season four. <clears throat> I mean, I have the first, like, four or five seasons, so I'd like to own them all. I got a... Cu- I think... I did get like season eight for free or something for review, so That's I've got like a random yeah. later season. I mean, if it's offered for me for a review, I'll definitely take it. Uh, I overall enjoy the last season, even though I didn't like the ending.
0: Well, I guess that was my question and to you was: Are mm-hmm. you excited about the DVD release? Uh, apparently, the alternate. DVD. Right. I
1: mean, you can probably find it online after the. DVD. Not, that that. Man, Not that I would ever condone that. Good man. Not that I would ever condone that.
0: No, neither, neither would I. If, if
1: they want to send me a screener copy, though, I will be happy to watch it and write about it.
0: I, I know that I did that with Lost because uh, I didn't get season six right away. I had mm. to wait for a bit because money was tight at the yeah. time. So I watched the epilogue the online.
1: Yeah. Oh, I had that DVD pre-ordered, so I could watch the epilogue. I know, but now I'm like, oh, I wish I had it on Blu-ray. Uh yeah. I don't have Lost on Blu-ray. I have it on DVD. All right. I do have all six seasons, but I have it on DVD.
0: The, I, I'm actually glad someone stole my DVD.
1: Somebody borrowed my season one and never gave it back. So I think I only have seasons two through six. I know who has it, but I'm not going to get it back.
0: So, no, yeah, that was the thing. <clears throat> like, I know who had mine. Well, I did. I don't remember anymore. Cause, yeah. Because you have to. You know yeah. what I mean? And you just know that if that person ever comes back, you are like, well, I'm not giving it back.
1: Well, yeah. Like, I know who it is and I'm sure they'd be happy to give it back, but they live too far away for it to be worth my effort to go get it. Yeah. So it's just like okay, well,
0: sorry. Like, where do you live at now? Oh, I live, I live in Washington, the state.
1: Well, well I, I was the one that moved, not them. So it's in Kentucky, but I, I still. Oh, I yeah, I was saying yeah. yeah. So it's like I, live it's in, like Washington. I don't feel like driving three hours. I, it would be spend more on gas than it would cost me to buy a replacement.
0: Lost the DVDs.
1: Lost. Oh. Uh, yeah. Speaking of lost things. I just read half. uh, I've read a little bit over half of the leftovers, which I think we talked about in the last episode a little bit bit. uh, because I'd seen the pilot. Yes, Um, the book's really good. I think like there's still not much happening, uh, but there's a lot of backstory.
0: Is it a series of books too, or is it
1: no? It's just one. Um, And part of the guy that wrote the books helping work on the TV show, and he said he thought he could take the characters further, and it sounded like he was going to do that through TV, not write another book. But there's only like five main characters in the book, which is interesting because the show's got so many characters. In the book, there's really just the four members of the Garvey family and Nora who lost her whole family.
0: And there's no what about the preacher there? The preacher
1: the preacher is in the book. He's been in like two scenes. But he is not a main character the main character that they told from their perspective, it's bouncing between the four members of the family, which is the
0: So it's POV like Game of Thrones?
1: um not exactly it's told in third person uh it's you know not first person but it's um yeah it, and it was like each person their own chapter but i've read a couple chapters now where it's mixed two perspectives and jump back and forth oh wow like it did every time and they weren't like in the same spot either it's not like they were talking to each other So i'm not quite clear on why they did that um i think maybe i don't know but, yeah, there, I mean, there's the main guy who's a cop in the show but was the mayor in the book. Uh, his wife, who's played by... Or, yeah, the main guy's played by Justin Theroux. Uh His wife, who's played by Amy Brenneman in the series, that's the guilty remnant, who's in, like, you know, she can't talk and everything. She went and joined the religious movement. Yeah. Uh, and their two children, the daughter, who's all um, fucked up and, like, hanging out with the bad girl and a straight-A student that's now, like, flunking out. And then their son, who went off and joined a different religious movement run by the Holy Wayne, who is then promptly arrested for child molestation and stuff. So he, in the show, he hasn't been arrested in the pilot. So I assume that's where they'll go with that eventually. Um, And then the fifth main character, Nora, is barely in the pilot. She just, like, they mentioned, she gives a speech um, because she lost her whole family. And during the Day of Remembrance, they invite her to make a speech. But I don't even remember, like, hearing her say anything like I don't remember her at all from the pilot what she looks like or anything oh, so I'm going to rewatch the pilot this week before episode two
0: yeah I need to do that because it's taped now uh, mm-hmm. but I need to a-
1: and I guess looking at Wikipedia in the show Nora is the sister of the priest which in the book they're not related they, he, they they just talk about that she went to him after family disappeared and he was a good spiritual advisor but then he went off the deep end and went crazy. And now she avoids him and they had like one uncomfortable encounter. And that's like all and then like in the show, there's a guy that shoots dogs. He's mentioned in the book, but he's not like part of the book. So they're definitely going to expand the world for the book. That's good. Yeah. So I'm excited. I wonder it's a good book. I'm it made me more excited for the show.
0: Well, I, I hope that, that Linden Locke gets a little bit more I think he gets I think he's someone else that gets shit on the lot. Yeah. And it's and I can understand why he quit Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I can understand why he's always the first, like, the first thing, like, when he got asked to do Breaking Bad, you know, what the first thing that he said was, mm. I wrote The Ending of Lost and everyone hated it. And you know what? You're right. It sucked. And it's just like,
1: no. I don't, don't. think he you said you're right. It sucked.
0: No, but he, it was very self deprecating. It was
1: self deprecating. And he was,
0: I know what he was doing. It's like, China's like you're trying to take the air out of the situation yeah. and throw it, take it off of yourself by getting it just out there. In the open. And no, and the thing is, I don't agree with that either. I love the. I'm
1: a fan of Lindelof. I mean, I loved what he did with Lost. I loved his contributions to Star Trek. What do you What do you think about? You saw
0: Prometheus, didn't you?
1: I did, and I enjoyed it.
0: A lot of people are mad at him for supposedly ruining Prometheus because they're saying that the way the business side of that was uh, Scott asked him to do it. Mm-hmm. He goes okay, and then and he added his own his own stuff to it, mm-hmm. like any writer should. Yeah, but still wrote for for uh, Scott, and then. Um, he was just like, "Well, I want you to do this. I need, we need to work on the sequel now." And, and he's just like, "I'm actually going to decline because I'm doing the leftovers, which is really important, mm-hmm. spiritually important to me. It's an important project I've been, I've been sort of working on it for years." And also, I'm finishing up like, was it another movie? I think maybe Cowboy and Aliens or something else, Star Trek or Cowboys and Aliens. It was one of those two. He was. Doing did he work
1: movie. on Cowboys and Aliens? Or no?
0: Maybe it was World War Z. He did. He did the ending for World War Z. Oh,
1: okay. Right. I haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil it, because I do want to see it. World War Z is actually fantastic. Okay. Um,
0: it, I don't... Uh, uh, yeah, we'll talk about when you see it. So, okay. But that's what I'm saying. He was working on something else that took him last minute, and part of it was, he goes, it was one of the most amazing... It's like working with Steven Spielberg. It's something that you always want to do, but then you realize, you know what, I'd rather do some other stuff. No offense to him, and also, I didn't love the relationship that much to go back to it. And so even Scott's just like, he fucked us. He fucked us. He fucked me over with the story. I don't know these things that he mentioned. I don't know what the fuck he was le- going to lead to. Now mm-hmm. we have to create. Right. And so a lot of people are now saying, look, look, Lindelof fucked up one story. He's fucking up this other story for Alien. And now he's. I am like- I
1: think those are all unfair accusations. Oh, I agree, too. I think that he
0: probably some mysteries that he thought he wanted to do. And probably Scott was just like, I don't want to do that. But then he's like, well, how can we explain it now in the sequel? Mm-hmm. And he was expecting him to do that. Gotcha. And, and Leninloff was just like, "This again, this is all here, so we have no idea what really happened. They can mm-hmm. report it till they're blue in the face, but we will never truly know unless it was documented like the Peter Travers shit. Uh, like You know what I mean? Where they recorded mm-hmm. every fucking yeah. section. You know what I mean? Unless shit like that happens, we'll never fucking know. And then you know what? Corporation's not going to let go of that shit. No, Disney lets go Mm. And yeah. but that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I, I I think people he shit on leave him
1: me. off, leave lay off one Yeah, lay off, lin, lay off lay, off, lay off Lindelof, lay that's off Lindelof, lay off Lindelof, lay off. I I'm gonna get a T-shirt lay cook, off Lindelof,
0: little red cookbook, little red cookbook.
1: Did you watch Vicious this weekend on PBS?
0: No, I don't even know what it is.
1: It is a British sitcom okay. starring Ian McKellen and Derek jacoby <laughs> Hello, sorry. Nick. All of a sudden, got real intrigued. I am. Um, it's very cheesy. It feels like it's done on a stage, even though it's filmed. It feels like a stage product comedy uh, with overacting. Is it a sitcom
0: such. or is it like a single camera? It's
1: uh, they call it a sitcom, uh, but it's there were only two sets for the entire pilot, and it was all from one angle. You know, so it was
0: it's, it's, okay.
1: Yeah, it felt like it was. It felt like they did it on a stage and they filmed it. That's how it felt to me.
0: So like an, like, like, a, like a multi-camera sitcom, but single camera.
1: Yeah, ish. ish. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, but Ian McKellen and Derek Jacoby, are you familiar with Derek Jacoby? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, most people are. And I didn't know he was gay. I looked it up and he is. Uh, the two of them are playing a gay couple that have been together for like 50 years. And they bicker, bicker, bicker all constantly. And basically, they sit around with their friends and bicker and complain about being old. And one of their friends is played by, I can't remember the actress's name right now for some reason, but she was the giantess in Harry Potter. Yeah. Madame Maxine. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of the main characters. And then there's like two other old people. And then there's their new neighbor who's young. And it's the guy from uh, Game of Thrones that plays Ramsay Snow, the Bolton bastard. Okay. Um, Who was also in uh, Misfits. The British version, yeah, he's the young neighbor that moves in, and the both old men kind of drool over him a bit. But they they do f- reveal at the end of the pilot that he's straight. Um, but the whole like first episode was their friend had died, and the, apparently this was a guy that Ian McKellen had dated briefly back in the day before he got with his current oh, yeah. partner. And so this whole episode, E. McKenna's like, he loved me dearly. I was the love of his life. He was obsessed with me. Cause E. McKelne's like an actor who was briefly big but never became like important. And and then he's like, in fact, as we have this wake and sit here and talk about him, I'm going to read this love letter that he sent me. I haven't even opened this one yet. And he reads, like, you know, all this, like, flower, like, you are the, I would run away with you if you would just be with me, whatever. And then they reveal that in the envelope it was addressed to his partner. <laughs> Which takes the wind out of his sail a bit.
0: Uh,
1: Uh, And there's also a lot of a running gag that Derek Jacoby's mother keeps calling them. Apparently she's still alive and she still thinks they're just friends and roommates and he won't tell her that he's gay and that Ian McKellen is his partner. So that's kind of a running gag. And it's kind of over the top and goofy, but I enjoyed it. I, I guess they did six episodes in a Christmas special and it was renewed for a second season. That's awesome. So, uh, if you want to see Ian McKellen in a sitcom, and it's a very goofy, very comic sitcom. He, he's one of those actors who
0: just constantly surprises me, right? Yeah. So, like, now granted, I'm not going to lie. I you don't, should lie. No, I, I don't think <laughs> that he got big, at least with the American consciousness, like, <laughs> officially until he until played X-Men. 90. No, right. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm, I'm part of that. And the Lord of the Rings. Comics, well, Lord of the Rings sort of cemented it, I think, because I thought X-Men came out in 99.
1: Yeah, I think the, the early X-Men movies came out before Lord of the Rings, but I feel like oh, the and- segment of the population – sorry, that didn't see him in X-Men, Tom and Lord – there was a there's a crossover, but between the two of them – It cemented it. it. Yeah, between the two of them, it really put him in the American spot.
0: So I – it, but for me, it was X-Men. So then when Lord of the Rings came out, because I love I love Sean Astin. He, he just feels he like an underdog actor to me. Yes, Back then. And also, he's the son of Patty Duke. And I remember watching yeah. the, the Patty Duke show when uh-huh. I was on Nick. Right, so,
1: Identical cousins. Then, da, da, da.
0: Right, so there's always a part of me that's like,
1: oh, little Sean Assen
0: is trying to do a movie. And he hasn't done one since Goonies. Rudy. Rudy. Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> what
1: do you uh, mean he hasn't done one
0: since Goonies? Rudy. I know. I know. That was the – I fucked that up. But, the, yeah. well, yeah, John Favreau. Made mm-hmm. his fatty friend so uh so right i was really like oh, okay this is awesome but the only thing is i didn't like mm-hmm. i didn't like the lord of the rings story because i never read it
1: uh, now i don't I like it. Read it either i don't like it
0: because it's generally not a boring book oh i love the hobbit i would like to read it someday the but hobbit, i enjoyed the movies a lot you read read the hobbit first and you go this is an amazing book you mm-hmm. read the lord of the rings and it's like Steinbeck. <laughs> <laughs> Like you want to die. The Lord of the Rings
1: movies have definitely been better than the Hobbit movies.
0: Uh, okay, yes, but in a different way. Like it's a different story. Like it is a different story. The Hobbit, the Hobbit's feels, goofier, right, and it feels a little bit more lighthearted. Oh, very much. But so. That's what the book is.
1: Yeah, the book is I'm horribly
0: aware. lighthearted, and Lord of the Rings though actually feels like there is a real plot going yeah. on here. The, the Hobbit is just like, well, it's a journey. Right now, do I feel it needs to be three movies? No, right.
1: although I've enjoyed both the movies, I haven't felt it dragging on yet.
0: Well, right, but but uh, when you leave the theater, you, you feel much more yeah. sustained by what. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um,
1: but yeah, Ian McKellen, check him out, and it it, it it it's kind of exciting that Derek Jacoby's other show they he's starring in Last Tango in Halifax came back for a second season on the same night. So for the next six weeks, you get a double dose of Derek Jacoby in two completely different roles.
0: Have you watched the one show with Jeremy Piven on Masterpiece?
1: I watched the first episode. I liked it. I keep meaning to watch more, but I haven't. It came out, it's, it's on, on Amazon. Season. Yeah. And Amazon uh, Prime can watch it for free, at least the first season.
0: Oh, awesome! I'm gonna have to
1: uh, Mr. Selfridge. Yeah, no, I liked the pilot. Damn, I'm so tired. And of it being sat on my TiVo so for a while, and then my TiVo was full, and I saw it was free on Amazon, I... and so I deleted it. I need, and then a I didn't get back week to it. I do
0: nothing but just
1: watch did, TV. Um, did you watch Last Tango in Halifax though, season one? No, it's really good. No, I, I love I, it. I, look,
0: I, I, it's about I an old you. couple
1: that find each other on Facebook after both one spouse has died, one's divorced, mm-hmm. and they. Of course their families are kind of have their issues and they come together. It was a really sweet first season.
0: Jacoby was in one of my favorite movies, which I didn't under I didn't know who the players were back then. Mm-hmm. But uh, I it was just playing on HBO all the time. And it was a it's a it's a movie directed by Kenneth Brana. And it's Kenneth Brana and at his at the time wife, Emma Thompson. Mm-hmm. And they play this couple that meet in the present day, which is like what, ninety-two, ninety-three? Me and the present day and they're drawn to each other. But then you start doing flashbacks to the house that the girl has bought or something like that belong to movie stars or opera singers Mm -hmm. in England that lived in the same house that looked exactly like them. But Mm -hmm. their relationship started off the same way. They just instant attraction. They're drawn to each other. But then they... And she has flashes of of like flashbacks of these. Um, And it flashbacks... The the people who lived in the servants' quarters watching and observing the relationship sort of go down a downward spiral Mm -hmm. until one night she gets killed with scissors. And of course, Kenneth Brana in the past gets blamed for the murder, and the future, you know, is. Will he are they reincarnated? Is it a, it's just a situation like that? Mm. And if that's the case, is he there to kill her
1: again? Interesting.
0: And it's very. But J- Jacoby plays a part in the movie mm. in in the, in the present day, and it's really fascinating. And I just remember, like that guy. I always remembered him. Matter of fact, I didn't see him again that I could remember until I think Gladiator, because remember he plays the guy that helps.
1: I know uh, he's, I haven't seen Gladiator, but I know he's in it. Oh, you haven't seen Gladiator? I had no desire to see Gladiator. Oh, no, no, fuck. It's one of Morgan's favorite movies. She owns it. Jimmy, one of the few she owns. I mean, I love
0: you dearly, but fuck you. You need to watch that movie. <laughs> like, 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 there's no excuse for you to not watch that movie. I, I sincerely, like, I'm sure, like, mm-hmm. I know for a fact there are movies that you've said the same thing to me. I can't think of them right now, but I, you need to see that movie. Uh,
1: you will, oh, you he's
0: will, you will end King's speech. You will end in tears. I mean, in a good way. It's a great movie.
1: What's that show that he's really famous for? See, when I pull Derek Jacoby up on IMDb, it says Gladiator, of The King's Speech, and Underworld. Whatever. There it's was a show I've never seen those either, but I've got them recorded. Um, hey, look them up uh, Wikipedia. I, I'm well, I'm IMDb. I'm just looking back because Morgan said she grew up watching him in some British show that her mother watched on Masterpiece all the time. Um, Pino er- what is that? Uh, yeah, I'm looking through his IMDb credits right now. He's got so many, man. See, this is why I just go to he, Wikipedia. He is a very, very busy guy. Cad Cadfail. Cad Cadfail? Yeah. I guess I only did 13 episodes of that. Morgan made it sound like it was so much more. Um, but yeah, that's... Oh, did you see Sherlock was renewed? Officially, for season four. And they're getting a Christmas special.
0: The Christmas special comes out first, right?
1: Well, maybe. And if so, it's gonna be another year and a half because they don't start production on anything until january 2015 right so that would make the christmas special december 2015 and then the other three episodes in 2016 I, i i mean that show they made us wait well, it's at least two years between seasons two and three, and it
0: just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And bigger. I
1: mean, every season has been better than the last. And Mark Gaddis, who of course is busy making, or not Gaddis, what's his name? No, they're both yeah. busy. Uh, yeah. uh, no, the guy who creates the show, who also plays Mycroft in the show, yeah, uh, is Mike, also Mark yeah. He also d- makes Doctor Who, and so he's busy. And he said he'd make Sherlock quicker, but Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch are too busy.
0: Right. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I really get. So. Gaddis seems to be more running the ship in Sherlock than Moffat, but Moffat runs. Moffat is the official showrunner of Doctor. Oh, Who. okay. Yeah,
1: Moffat works on. Um,
0: Moffat works on Doctor. You know, he works on, on Sherlock no, too. No, yeah, they both. Him That's and Gaddis a, yeah. run the show together. Yeah. but like the last season, I saw more of Gaddis doing the talking because mm-hmm. usually Moffat is the is the talk, chatty one. Mm-hmm. But the last two seasons, I've seen two of them. Mm-hmm. Moffat hasn't really said much, it's always been Gattis, which is mm-hmm. fine, which is it's totally fine. I just, I find it, I think it's interesting because then Matt Gattis works with, for Moffat on Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. matter of fact, I think he, I saw him in, in something else recently, another movie, like it was just like movie full of British people. I'm like it's it's it's, it's almost mm-hmm. like the joke of Eddie it where it's like in Star Wars, it's like oh hello there, you're British too, oh I didn't see you there good man. And it's something that's like oh Mark Gattis, you're there. Oh hello, Mark. How are you? I'm doing good. Well, Stephen Fry's over there. It's just like one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I Stephen Fry has been
1: excellent on Twenty Four this year. Even
0: that's because Stephen As Fry's the British the Prime Minister. Shit,
1: I know. But he's playing the British Prime Minister. I, I bought his so book.
0: Wonderful. I bought his book. I bought the book Revenge, uh-huh. which ironically is about a young woman
1: who, who wants revenge.
0: Right, and it's based on the tale of, of No,
1: I'm just you know, kidding, Many Cristo. Yes, Manny Which I'm just like, hmm.
0: Because that came out 10 years ago.
1: What came out 10 years
0: the ago? The book Revenge by Stephen Fry. Oh, I
1: got gotcha. you. And there's a,
0: a TV show. Now it's a shitty show, but it's called yeah, Revenge. Yeah, it's a shitty show. No, 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 okay, that frustrates me too. I, I remember watching that. I'm going like, and then when I heard, you could tell that the showrunner got kicked off the show yeah. or he left and I'm just going like...
1: I haven't watched season three at all. Um, what cracks me up about that show is every episode title is like another emotion, like deception, betrayal. And I'm like... But what makes this episode about betrayal? Because all the episodes are about betrayal. Like, how they pick the episode titles? Because all of the episode titles could apply to any episode. Sadness. It's follow-up. Infinite sadness. You know what I mean, though? Like, Like, why would you name them something so generic that applies to every episode?
0: Because it's a hit, and ABC Mm, just... Whatever. I call it the Lion King syndrome. Disney didn't really have... Disney had hits... But they were, all come, they were all being made at the same time, mm-hmm. right? So no one knows what's going to stick. And when they do, they then try to take what changes came from the hit they have and try to maybe throw it in if they can into the what, the hit that isn't out yet. And if you look at The Lion King, there's a stampede scene. Mm-hmm. They created technology
1: just for the stampede scene. Yeah.
0: The next three movies have stampede scenes. Yeah, yeah. Tarzan yeah. has the,
1: the, the. I remember hearing yes. about that. Oh,
0: it's, well, it's, uh, you know.
1: Okay. Yeah. Here's the revenge episode titles: trust, betrayal, duplicity, guilt, intrigue, shroud, treachery, suspicion, loyalty, and those are just the first ten. Of, of the first mm- season of the first season. Well, that's okay. and if you jump to season three, fear, sin, confession. I mean. They're still making that shit. There's still nothing that means anything. Well,
0: I, I really wish that show would have just been a
1: mini, like it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, like a three yeah. to four season. Miniseries.
1: Well, and the creator of the show said it, if it wasn't going to be a miniseries, he was fine with that, but he wanted to only do thirteen episodes a year because he thought trying to stretch it to twenty two made him get ridiculous. And if he could keep the story concentrated, he could make it high quality. Yes. And at that point, which was only like two, three years ago, ABC said no. Now all the networks are looking for that kind of show. So I wish they'd let him do it back then.
0: It, 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 it blows me away.
1: I know. And they did officially cast all the, frozen, the main three Frozen people for Once Upon a Time. Edda from Fringe is playing the main Elsa. So, there goes my dreams of Kristen Bell and uh, Idina Menzel.
0: I, I'm okay with that only because I believe Kristen Bell deserves
1: it. Uh, yeah, probably. She, she does. You see, of the... um, Sorry. The,
0: I know. <laughs> you guys didn't see... Kristen Bell, so I jumped to
1: Veronica Mars to kickstart a Reading Rainbow, which did a Veronica Mars exclusive tie-in. <laughs> I saw that. And... The one I got really excited about was they announced it yesterday, so there was like almost no time. No, no. The um, add on for an extra 10 bucks is LeVar Burden and Donald Glover on a boat (sighs) doing a thing, and you had to pay an extra 10 bucks for the (sighs) streaming. I did it. So I don't know exactly what it'll be, but clearly it's for community fans. So today
0: was was yesterday the end of the. Yeah,
1: it's over. They made like five and a half million. Good for them. They, uh, I'm pretty sure they beat Veronica Mars' most donations ever. Yeah. Um, Veronica Mars, last time I checked, was the fourth highest gro- the highest income come I mean, in, and Ring Rainbow was fifth. But they Veronica title. Mars, even though they were number four there, they still had more individual backers, and I know Reading Rainbow beat them there. I don't know if Reading Rainbow beat Veronica in total money. Man. I know they
0: passed some title up, and I think that was, that's what Rob was saying in, in the update. Um and they're all but at the same time you're also forgetting that up they announced a second novel they officially announced it and what the name of it was I don't remember what it was oh
1: Veronica Mars yeah yeah that was second well they, well, the second novel people knew it was coming I already had it pre ordered like a while ago
0: oh but apparently he also said that there's officially like Logan's an official character in the book or something like that yeah
1: or, he said there's more Logan in the book because it's that months later. Because there's not much Logan in the Ten Million Dollar Tan Line, but the Ten Million Dollar Tan Line is a solid novel. Let me tell you.
0: I want to get the. i to get the audiobook so I can hear.
1: I, I have listened to about a third of the audiobook. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I was excited about it because I wanted to hear her do voices for the other characters, but she's not that good that it like impresses you. Like, oh my god, I can't believe she does voices. Funny. But it's no. It, oh. it's not it's nothing it's she's not comically bad and she's not super impressive good so it's just you know it's just her reading the book the, there's one or two characters she isn't very good at all with but for the most part she does a good job but not something that you, it's worth running out just to hear her do the other characters
0: well i think we've i think
1: we've talked about a lot we have we have
0: all right so we're, we'll, we'll end on that until on what? Time. On that? On that.
1: What about on this? I'd rather end on this.
0: But then you, but then you won't lie on. You won't end on that.
1: I know. I'd rather end on this. But
0: this is now that.
1: Well, this will be that, but this is still this. That is now going to be this, but this is where I want to end.
0: Jeez, you're a creep. Go away. We're having a good time, and you start Jesus! Uh, go have some coffee with cream
1: or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what song is that?